Welcome to the Script Bits Podcast for Monday, 3rd October 2022. Our bit today is taken from Nehemiah chapter 8 verse 10, which says, The joy of the Lord is our strength. One more time on the merry-go-round called the work week, my friends. Yes, I know it can get somewhat tiresome doing the same thing week after week for 30 or 40 years, then looking forward to a dreary retirement of doing absolutely nothing. But unfortunately, that's the way our world system is set up. And the sooner we stop allowing the same old, same old, bland way of life to get us down and depressed, the sooner we will be able to go about enjoying the abundant life that Christ died for us to have. You know, we can't always have exciting new stuff to boost our spirits because that's just not the way life runs. And besides, in today's world of numerous technological inventions, we have so many amenities, opportunities, and toys to occupy our time that we should never be bored. Sadly, though, Despite all those joys and toys, I don't think there's ever been a time before where boredom has afflicted so many people. And the problem might just be that we have too much stuff, too many opportunities and options at our fingertips, and we don't have to work as hard as in earlier times to satisfy our selfish desires and pleasures. And the best way to get to that point where the worries, problems, boredom, and misfortunes of the world aren't stealing our hard-earned joy is by having Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, guide and good shepherd. That's because with him as our foundation stone, the life we build will be as solid as a rock and the world will not be able to touch our Christ-like spirits. So now, let's look at a few scriptures that prove our point there. As for Jesus being our strong foundation, the good book tells us that Jesus himself quoted these words of Psalm 118, verses 22 to 23, to the chief priests and Pharisees when they dismissed him as a son of the devil and not the son of God. He said to them, Did you never read in the scriptures? The stone which the builders rejected, the same is become the head of the corner or chief corner stone. This is the Lord's doing, and it is marvelous in our eyes. And that comes from Matthew 21, 42. Jesus was there referring to himself, whom the Jewish leaders were rejecting as the Messiah, thinking, that he wasn't a good enough subject on which to build God's kingdom, especially since he came preaching love and peace rather than the war and hate they expected the Messiah to bring so that they could get out from under the servile conditions of Roman rule. But little did they know that it would be the same rejected figure of Jesus, despised, brutally beaten, and horribly abused, who would indeed bring salvation 
and reconciliation to the world. And that all falls into sync with Jesus' parable of the two foundations, where he warns, Therefore, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them, I will liken him unto a wise man which built his house upon a rock, and the rain descended, and the winds blew, and beat upon that house, and it fell not, for it was built upon a rock. And every one that heareth these sayings of mine, and doeth them, shall be likened unto a foolish man. Sorry, they made a mess of that. So we go back to, and the rain descended, and the winds blew and beat upon that house. That's the house that was built on the rock. And it fell not, for it was built upon the rock. And everyone that heareth these sayings of mine, and doeth them not, shall be likened unto a foolish man, which built his house upon the sand. And the rain descended, and the floods came. And the winds blew and beat upon that house. And it fell, and great was the fall of it. And that comes from Matthew 7, verses 24 to 27. Oh, my people, that just goes to show that if we build our lives on the strong rock, that's Jesus. If we hear his words and do them, then nothing in this world will be able to destroy us. For he is always there to help, to look after, to lead and guide us through the indwelling of his Holy Spirit. But if we don't follow him, then the world and all its evil doings and doers will simply tear us apart like rain washes away sand. And that's why the good book also tells us that the joy of the Lord is our strength. So if you don't have the joy of Christ engulfing your weak and sinful spirit, then the enemy will be able to control you, causing you to do all sorts of things that are against God's will. And that's how you begin guarding against the boredom and sinful lusts of this evil world. Accepting Jesus Christ as the foundation stone of your life is the first move. Then you begin building upon that foundation by reading his word and doing what it says. Now, it doesn't all happen overnight, or is it easily done, but it's a lifelong journey, fraught with problems, but also filled with learning, with meditating, with tests of our faith. But all of it faithfully promised to be eventually worked out for our good to those who are called and who sincerely love the Lord. And we know you can find that in Romans 8.28. Thus, living for Jesus is a lifestyle very different from that promoted by the enemy and the world. And one of the most important aspects of that lifestyle is prayer, that sincere communication with our Lord and Savior. It's always our best first line of both offense and defense, where we go to a wonderful God for help in whatever situation we find ourselves. 
with whatever problem we have, be it big or small. So since there's no time like the present, let's do that right now, now through our Monday morning battle hymn. As one strong and sincere voice, our Father who art in heaven, we, your humble servants, praise your holy name and thank you this Monday morning for life and strong faith in Christ, despite the mass confusion in our world. We desperately need your divine help, for you are the only one with the power to solve our many problems. Heavenly Father, we admit that we have all sinned and seriously disobeyed your word, but we know that you are merciful, forgiving, and gracious God, who has faithfully promised to hear and answer our prayers when we humble ourselves, pray, and sincerely seek your face. That's why we come to you now with sincere repentance in our hearts, pleading with you to give us wise guidance and direction to alleviate our problems. And Father, we pray that you will ease the pain of the many who are suffering from negative situations Please show them your awesome grace and mercy and keep your promise that you will hear our prayer, forgive us, and heal our land if we turn from our evil ways. Please show this evil world that you are indeed Jehovah Rapha, the God who heals. And we pray this in the holy and blessed name of your Son, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. And again we say, Amen. And now, my fellow saints, let's not forget that to get God's blessing, we need to have right motives in our hearts and be good examples of godly living. Much love. And the postscript for today says, A word of, to the wise is sufficient, and that's very true. When you speak to a wise person, he will listen, but fools won't. So please, let's start being wise, no man, and stop being foolish. Build our foundation, build our houses on the strong rock that's Jesus. And we pray that we'll all get out there and do that today, live for him, be good examples and ambassadors of his wonderful love and mercy. And we pray that in his mighty name. Amen. Please have a blessed Monday, my people. Much love.